what does it mean to give our power away? Lisa and I have tips and tools from the angels to help you with that today and we're excited to share them with you. Angel Heart Radio programs should not be used to replace your legal or medical advice. It's the Angel Life Hour, your 100% dedicated to angels program on Angel Heart Radio. We adore working with the angels and we adore helping you to connect with them even more deeply. Would you like a free mini angel coaching session? Done. Dial 714-583-6858 and we'd love to assist you on anything that may be happening for you in your life. The angels are amazing. They adore us. They love us. They see the very best of us. They see us as we truly are. And it's our privilege and our joy to help you to tap into the angels' love for you. Powered by love, Angel Heart Radio is sponsored by angellight777.com. Hello, beautiful people. Ian Radio Land, this is Naya Joy Halili. I am so excited and Lisa is too wonderful to be with you today, tonight, wherever you are in the world. I am a certified angel intuitive with advanced training. I'm the founder and executive producer of Angel Heart Radio and the creator of angellight777.com, your safe haven where you will find amazing and gorgeous messages of guidance and love for you from all the angels. Who love and support you. Namaste. I'm Lisa Ellis, Angel Specialist and Intuitive. I'm a registered Diana Cooper Foundation Angel Teacher, a registered Karuna Reiki Master Teacher, and a certified Theta Healer. You can find out more about me and my work at www.feathersofanangel.com. We've got Melissa on the line. She's called in with a question. We're going to go and speak with her shortly. But first of all, what is giving our power away? What does that really mean, Lisa? What can you say to people about that? Well, for me, um, the way it showed up most clearly in my life was, um, excuse me, letting other people sort of like take charge of my life, giving away my power, giving away the responsibility for my own decisions. For me, that showed up with getting um, a lot of readings and expecting to be handed all the answers like I didn't have responsibility for my own decisions anymore. It was like I'm, I'm an adult. I was responsible for myself as an adult, but I gave that power away by saying, tell me what to do, you know, What's the next, what should I do in this situation because I'm giving you my power? And that's how it showed up for me. I'm sure there are many other ways. Um, um, I believe Melissa, when she talks to us, will um, have a question for us, which may help a lot of people too. But um, that was the way it showed up for me. Mm. That's a really big one, isn't it? Because as um, we give readings, as people know, and that's one of the main things I find when people come to me for a reading is they want me to tell them what is going to happen in their lives. And I know you experienced that too. And as you shared, you've experienced it from the other side um, by being the one having readings as well. And that's a really great thing that you've shared, Lisa. Because how often do we just want to know the answer? Yeah, a reading can be a very helpful thing when we're stuck or we need guidance or advice. Um, It can be a helpful thing, but it's just like expecting that the reader will, you know, fix your problems or make your decisions or take control of your outcomes. That's up to you. If you can get a Mm. reading and still retain your, your power as an adult... Um, as a as a you know free thinking um, spiritually connected person yourself, if you can do that, then a reading can be very helpful. But it's you can go overboard at, into giving away your power. Absolutely, I think the for me one of the most important things to remember about the value of a reading is they are guidance. At the time Mm. that we request a reading or need a reading, the angels are so powerful and so loving and so wise, as are the um, archangels, the ascended masters, our guardian angels, our guides. There's so much love for us and so much available to help us. 
And it's at the time, what is happening in our lives with things that are currently happening. If we continue in a certain way, then there is a certain you know, possibility for an outcome. But if we, we've got free will, we can change our mind at any time. So, and that works both sides of the coin, doesn't it, Lisa? So that if we're progressing in a way that's not going to bring us any joy, we can change that and, and change it really well, quickly whole, as well. Yeah, that's the whole point of getting a reading, I figure. If you're looking for advice and guidance and direction and not answers and clear-cut, you must do this, because your guides would never tell you what you must do. They only make suggestions and give you advice on opportunities that you can take and make the most of. And I always say it's within your power. You know, you can take the good stuff and make the most of that, and you can avoid most of the the not-so-pleasant stuff by taking action. That's the whole point of getting a, a reading. Forewarned is forearmed, and it gives you... Guidance, that's, a ver- that's exactly the word I would use too. Guidance and advice, like from a trusted friend. Mm. Perfectly said. I really love that. And it's empowering. It's supposed to be an empowering experience. So mm. getting back to how we can disempower ourselves, I can tell you, like, there are so many ways. One of the ways that I spent many, many years of my life disempowering myself was always looking to somebody else for permission and approval. For example, when I was married, and this is in no way um, saying that this is, I'm taking full responsibility for this. This was not about my husband. This was about myself. For example, I only wore the clothes that my husband liked me to wear. I only had my hair cut in a way. You know, I remember coming home one day and I had this really fancy new hairdo. I loved it. It was so me. And he looked at me and he just said, oh, I don't like that. And I never got it done like that again when I was still married. Now, that wasn't to say that he was telling me what to do. What I was doing was disempowering myself because I was continually looking for approval from this person. Now, um, this was a very disempowering act on my part. He could have said exactly what he said, and I could have thought, oh, that's a shame. I would really have loved it if you'd have liked it, and continued to wear my hair the way I felt good about. But at that time in my life, to me, approval equaled love. I was still really working through a lot of my um, parent issues, my father issues in particular, So again, if you're doing that, it's not about, well, I'm not going to do that because I'm empowered. That's still very disempowered, isn't it, Lisa? When we do things that we think are going to make us empowered and just do the opposite of what somebody else wants, that's another way of being disempowered, isn't it? Well, it's, it's not having yourself as the prime driving force. It's sort of like letting, like you say, that, that need for approval drive your decisions and what choices you make because you are seeking approval and love. And like you say, I thought that was wonderfully said. It's a very disempowering thing to do, which is um, and it, what I find with giving away your power with what I did, and um, I, can, I can relate to what you just said too about seeking approval and love and being a, a bit of a people pleaser because that was something I very much used to do. Um, it 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 came from a deep sense of insecurity and and lack of a sense of not being worthy, and that came from within. It wasn't the outside world putting it on me. It it's welled from within. I didn't believe I was worth anything, so I looked for other people to fix me, and I thought the way they could fix me was by loving me. And to do that, I'd make myself likable by just bending over backwards to fit in. Yeah. This is a very common thing and it's, it's, it's actually a very powerful place to be if we're coming from a place of learning from it, I've found, Lisa. Mm. When mm. I began to accept that that was really what was going on for me, I began to then take my power back. No one had taken it from me. I'd given it away freely without understanding that's what I'd done. So if you're listening to this and you are in that situation right now, the most important thing to do is do not beat up on yourself. (laughs) We've all done it. Absolutely. That's part of our learning journey, isn't it? 
And when we come from this particular aspect of saying, hey, there are things that I can do to empower myself, aggression is not empowering. So when we say, you know what, I'm going to do whatever I damn well want, you can't tell me what to do, we might think we're being empowered, but we're actually disempowering ourselves because we're coming from the perspective that I'm going to do what I want to do and you can't do anything about it. That's disempowering right there, isn't it, Lisa? Yes, again, that's letting someone else drive your choices. It's um, not mm. coming from a place of empowerment. It's coming from a place of, well, like you say, very much disempowerment. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So again, don't beat up on yourself. That's the most important thing you can do. Take three breaths. When you've got a choice to make and you're not quite sure what to do, the first thing to do is take, it's very simple, take three breaths. It stops you in your tracks and it brings you into the present moment. That present moment, oh, we've got Helen Harris in the chat room. Hello, Helen. How gorgeous to have your company. And we've also got guests in there as well, which is lovely to see you. If you have any questions, you can either type them in the chat room or call on in on area code 347 and the number is 202-0232. Uh, we've got Melissa on the line. We might take her call right now. Here we go. Get her online. Hello there, Melissa. Welcome. Hi, thank you. Hey, hey, welcome. Lovely to have you with us. You have a very good question. Would you like to share it with people? Yes, of course. Um, so I'm an empath, and um, so I generally pick up on um, other people's feelings. And um, a lot of times it's very hard for me to distinguish distinguish between what is mine and what is someone else's. And I know that might sound strange because I may not have a reason to be feeling down or sad or whatever it is I'm feeling, but I'm feeling it. I'm I'm really feeling. I'm feeling the feelings. So it might seem that it would be easy for me to recognize that because I don't have a reason to be feeling these particular feelings that it might be, you know, that might be the sign to me that I'm picking up on somebody else. But the feelings are so real. They just feel like they're my own. So a lot of times it's just, it's difficult for me to figure out that I am feeling someone else's feelings does that make sense absolutely absolute sense makes sense okay. to you Lisa yes it does yep I've, I've yep. experienced that myself and so would many many empaths they could completely relate okay okay, okay so good. right now so if anybody else is listening is experiencing the same thing this is really one of the signatures, one of the calling cards of the empath, also of an indigo scout or an indigo person. It's having that, as you say, it's that deep sense of feeling other people's pain, of feeling what's going on in the world, of feeling what's happening with people who you will never, ever meet. Um, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't watch the news or read newspapers. It took me a long time to really understand that when I'm in that experience, there are a couple of things I really need to do. Firstly, I need to clear my energy field and I need to shield my energy field because it's wide open and it's taking on, um, so much of what's going in the world and with other people, you've got that then on top of what you're feeling yourself. And as you say, you don't always pick up on it straight away that that's what's happening. Excuse me. So clear and shield. I've got a fantastic little three or four minute clearing and shielding technique that you can have for free. It's lovely. It works. And you'll find that at angellight777.com under the more for you tab. Everyone, you can have it. It's beautiful, it's wonderful, it's free. We um, love to share that with people. Um, the other thing that you need Excuse to do... Excuse me, Anaya. Yes? Excuse me, is that your white, pink and purple light? Yes, it is. Shielding and clearing? 
Yes. Do we have time to play that after you've finished talking to Melissa? Good idea. We'll do. We'll definitely do that so that everyone can experience it and just have that little bit of that. Oh, we've got all these wonderful people in the chat room. It's so good to have you with us. You can all go grab that if that feels like that's something you'd like to have. There's a few different ones there for you. They're all free. They're all available to download, to keep, uh, and there's no sign-ups or anything, so you can just have them. Uh, Melissa, the other thing is that you may be what is uh, known as um, apart from being an empath, you may either be an indigo person or an indigo scout, depending on your age. Indigos really, um, really relate to other people's feelings. And it can be extremely difficult to pull back and know where your feelings end and begin and somebody else's end and begin. And in my case, when I was growing up, I felt like I was constantly drowning in a sea of emotion. And I was always picking up on things that I didn't understand. And so my friends made a lot of fun of me because I knew things that were going to happen before they happened. And I didn't understand that this was my spiritual nature, not my physical nature. So I thought I was having a mental breakdown. Has that ever happened to you? Um, I mean, I can't say that I, I've had um, a mental breakdown, but I did. I mean, I would have dreams of things that were going to happen, and they happened. Or I would just, I would just have an intense feeling of something and choose to not go along with it based on the feeling that I had, which would come true, you know. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I. I kind of feel that more so in, in my adult life. I mean, I'm I'm 41, and I I feel like I get more um, confusion when when I am in a situation, you know, a personal situation with someone else that you know is emotional or heartbreaking, sad, or you know, you know, and yeah. some some kind of emotion. Um, I have a harder time distinguishing at that point what's mine and theirs because I seem to I seem to have like today's is is a perfect example. Um, yesterday I was a mess. I've been having an issue with my boyfriend. Um, he's been going through a ton of heartbreak and pain and emotional stuff, and I've been extremely supportive of him and I'm I'm very empathetic of all that he goes through all the time and um just a few days ago he just suddenly lashed out at me and was very mean and hateful and ugly and said he didn't want to have anything to do with me and the first day or two you know I was okay you know because I knew that it it wasn't me I knew that it had nothing to do with me and then yesterday I was a complete mess the whole day just sad and fearful and just full of worry and doubt and all of these these feelings that um, I just hadn't felt even though that, that was what was taking place. And then like today I've been great, you know, and until, you know, later on in the evening and then later on in the evening I started to feel, you know, this immense sadness and loneliness and so that's why I wanted to call in and talk to you because it you know these are the kind of things and the kind of times that it it makes it the most difficult for me to distinguish what's mine and what's somebody else's yeah okay so taking a breath Stop and take three breaths. This is actually very powerful because what it does is it begins to take us out of our sense of that expanded sense of awareness of feeling and brings us in closer contact with our actual physical body. And it begins then to help us anchor ourselves. If you're able to go outside and put your feet on the ground, you are probably very ungrounded and you need to have that connection with mother earth you can imagine if if you will a beautiful light above your head a brilliant white light and this is the angel's essence and see it this loving white light 
bring it down, ask it to enter the top of your head and filter its way at its own pace through your system, through your body. Ask it to leave the bottom of your feet and go down, 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 so deeply into Mother Earth. And we're going to play that um, beautiful clearing for you in a moment. And when it enters Mother Earth, what happens is Mother Earth will actually begin to take the energies that you're carrying in your body and your mind and your emotional bodies as well and begin to filter them out of your physical being and out of your mental being, out of your mind. Once they begin to anchor into the, into the planet, they will then become cleansed and you can call up the cleared energy back into your system. This is really, really powerful. Give thanks for it. Um, you know, it's Lisa, interesting that you yep. say that because I did that earlier today, earlier this morning. I all, Listen, I always, every day, I call on the Archangel Michael and I ask him to bring the light down from heaven through my crown, my third eye, all the way down through my chakras, all the way down to Mother Earth's core. Ask him to fasten me tightly down, ground me. And then bring her light back up with the rest of them. Clear my chakras, clear my densities, bring it out to my aura, create a, a bubble of protection for me, ask them to expand it far beyond me, above me, below me, in front of me, behind yep. me, on either side. And when you started saying that, it reminded me that when I did that today, I only did it once, no, I did it twice. But the last time I did it, I asked him to, I asked Angel Michael to maintain this bubble of protection for at least 12 hours. Please maintain it for 12 hours. (laughs) And now I'm realizing that it's been beyond my 12 hours. I needed to do it again. And people often say, okay, why is there a 12-hour cutoff? Well, it's because we're looking at a, a completely different vibration, a higher vibrational frequency than what we are currently experiencing when we're giving away our power or feeling disempowered or disconnected from ourselves. That's a much heavier, more that's a denser energy. And so we need to mm-hmm. constantly do this. You know, in the morning and in the evening is perfect because it gives our vibrational field and frequency a boost and that's why we feel better you know that feeling of oh I feel lighter I feel better because our frequency Mm -hmm. has actually shifted and because we're human beings and we are taking on oftentimes things that we see at the shops we see someone yelling at someone or we see a child upset it's easy to take that on isn't it do you ever do that Feel bad for that person Mm -hmm. or, yeah, okay. So that's another way, yeah. So what I tend to do now when I see those things is I call in the angels and I see a beautiful pink light surrounding that person. It's as simple as angels, please help that person. And I give myself permission to let it go. It's not my job. It's not my job to feel bad Mm -hmm. for people. Um, yeah, because if I'm, yeah, we have to, we have to be prepared to let that go. Lisa, do you have anything you'd like to add before we go and play this white, pink and purple clearing? Well, I thought what you said about, um, clearing and shielding was exactly what, um, I started to do when I had all my issues with, um, taking stuff on in the early to the middle part of my journey, um, clearing shielding and grounding I couldn't put it better myself those that's exactly what I did and and it and I think also like you say is like it's not your job to feel bad for that person all you can do is call in the angels say a little prayer ask for their help to help that person and then let it go because you've done the best that you can possibly do for that person you've actually done something that will really help them and then let it go and carry on because it's not yours to carry Mm. Mm-hmm. And we often feel, mm-hmm. being sensitive people, it's very easy for us to feel that because we are caring about somebody else, because we care about the world and we, you know, 
try to help the world that by taking on that um, those feelings of hurt or pain or disempowerment, we feel that we're being a good person, so to speak, or that we're very spiritual or that we are making a difference. And what we have to understand is it's actually the opposite. When we burden ourselves with worries and fears and the, and the concerns and cares of others, we're muddying our own beautiful frequencies and we don't get the work done that we've come to do. It doesn't make us less caring. It actually makes us more able, much more able, to anchor more light on the planet when we let it go. It's not my job. It's not my job. And that was one of the hardest Mm. things for me. It was so hard, and I struggled, and I cried, and I prayed, and I didn't know how to deal with it. But the clearer yeah, so there's I also a, Yeah. Also a bit of a a bit of a thing with um I had to learn too was setting boundaries and saying no. Like exactly like you're saying is like I will say a prayer for you but then I will let it go and that's my boundary. Um and it's like um I saw a great um meme on Facebook which summed it up exa- um beautifully I thought and it was you can be a kind person with a very good heart and still say no. And and that's the essence of it for me. Absolutely. That's perfectly said, Lisa. Let's go and do this um, clearing. It's only a few minutes long. So, of course, if you're driving or operating machinery or anything that needs your uh, concentration, please do not do this. Now, we're going to be using the white, pink and purple clearing energy fields. So the white, as I said before, is the angel's essence. The pink is Archangel Jophiel and the purple is Archangel Michael. So we'll be back once we've had this beautiful experience of allowing these energies to come into our bodies, into our beings and do the clearing work for us. This meditation has been created for you to help you feel more relaxed, more at peace and to experience more joy in your life. It's a very relaxing experience so it's important that you do not listen to it while driving or operating any kind of machinery. I invite you to visit me at angellight777.com. Close your eyes and take a breath. And as your breath fills your body, call upon all the angels and all the benevolent beings around you to support you now and ask that your energy be grounded So that you have a lovely energy coming down through the top of your head and all the way down through your body and out through your feet and into the beautiful arms of Mother Earth all the way to her heart and that energy begins to come all the way back up into your body and fills you with a radiance that is beautiful and grounding. Now we call upon the angels, all the angels, all the benevolent beings, to surround everybody who's participating with a glorious white light, which is the angel's essence. This light is a living, intelligent, beautiful being surrounds you with love and it can be as big as the sky there's no limit to how big and gracious this energy can be and this light knows how to protect you shield you nurture you Imagine all the arms of the angel gently holding you. The next layer is a beautiful pink layer. This layer 
is a gorgeous energy of forgiveness. It's everything on the outer and everything on the inner. And this energy is very tender and very, very nurturing. The next layer of energy is a purple layer. And this layer of energy is a very powerful, protective energy. This layer bounces away anything that's negative. Anything that doesn't have a very high vibration. These energies are supportive, protective, nurturing. They will help you to not only clear, but continue to shield you. Mm, it's a simple, simple process, mm. isn't it, Lisa? Yes. Mm. How do you mm. feel, Melissa? I feel great. That was wonderful. It's very soft. It's That's very. Wonderful. It's it's actually. Mm. Um, it's so simple. <laughs> it's it, you can. It's easy to forget how powerful it is. So again, yes. you're quite welcome to go and get your own copy of that from angellight777.com. You'll find it under the More For You tab. When you know, I, are... I do have a question for you ladies, if you don't mind. Sure. Please do. So I find that I am, you know, obviously I'm an empath, but I find that I am extremely empathetic of other people and their situations. And sometimes I feel as though, oh, I kind of feel bad saying this. Sometimes I feel as though um, other people should reciprocate that. Mm. And I don't know if, if that is, if that is a, if that is a bad thing, is that a bad expectation of me? Because, you know, I, I understand that we're all individuals and that we all have our own things going on. We all have our own ways of reacting to, to things and feeling about things. But I guess to me, being empathetic of people and situations and animals and, you know, everything it just seems it's just such a natural instinct to me yeah and because there you're are coming times... at it from a loving yeah you're coming at it from a loving point of view you see that as a loving way of being in the world now when no matter how lovingly we may feel that there should be some sort of reciprocation and it's completely understandable but it is an expectation and when we have an expectation we have kind of an ownership of it and that's a very tough thing to come to terms with sometimes but that's a big thing to actually let go of lisa well um i i did exactly the same thing at round about your age um melissa um i was very giving very loving very nurturing i very compassionate empathic um and and i felt like people should be the same to me where I'm at now, and I'm not saying this is better or worse, it's just where I'm at now, is like I'm still that person, but I give, and I think of it as paying it forward. Maybe they don't give back to me, but maybe they'll give to someone else. And that's my work in the world, mm. is to give, and then maybe they'll pay it forward to someone else they see who's in need. You may never get anything from them, but you don't know the effect you've had on them. You know, you could have inspired right. them to think, hey, you know, there is love in the world and I'm going to pay it forward. You oh, may be actually creating the butterfly. You might actually be creating the butterfly yeah. effect, you know. And that was perfectly yeah. said, Lisa, because it may actually be, depending on what the soul contracts are here, which we don't know when we're human beings. We can't read those. We don't understand them. 
especially when we're right in the midst of something. So your soul contract with that person, you may be just providing opportunities for each other. I mean, let's just say, as an example, this person never gives anybody, <laughs> never pays it forward, never helps anybody. It's just a mean old bugger for the rest of their lives, right? Let's just, for the moment, <laughs> use that <laughs> as, as a word <laughs> for the moment. So, okay. so that, I have a question for you. So does that mean that you, what you have given to that person has any less value if they take it and never pay it forward? Does, does it mean that it has any less value? No. No, it Mm-mm. doesn't, does it? So when no. we are empathic and the job of the empath is to, in my opinion, part of our work here is to cut off the expectation and to cut off, when I say cut, I mean like with Archangel Michael's sword of light and love, to lovingly let it go, to lovingly release all of those expectations, all of those threads that we're carrying around, all of those cords and roots and webs that are actually just bogging us down and preventing us from moving forward in a loving, light-hearted manner. Yes. Yes, I see that, definitely. And can you see then that that is going to free you up in ways that you may never have experienced before to do even more amazing work in the world. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's pretty powerful too. Thank you. Yes, it's a lot of sense. That yes. it, it, it's and it's a big one. I can feel you've got that because I've gotten goosebumps as as you've said that. And it's it's a big one. When you get that, it's almost like a quantum shift. Because we move even more fully out of our human three-dimensional thought patterns, which we spend so much of our time in when we're empaths, even though that sounds like a contradiction, and we move more fully into what it is to truly just be. Yes. 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 Yes, I I get it. It's wonderful. It's so exciting, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. You know, yes. I recently... Thank you. I... Oh, please go ahead. No, I, I'm just... I um. Yes, I get it. Like, I get exactly what you're saying. I get it. Yes. Mm-hmm. I recently yes. had a conversation that I want to go to you, please, Lisa. And welcome, Guest 2600. You've just logged in it's great to have your company if you have any questions please don't hesitate to either call area code 347 uh, and the number is 202-0202 I recently had a conversation with someone and this really works very well with what we've just been speaking about and how empowering it is to let go Um, someone had said something really mean about me actually And that wasn't true, right? And someone said to me, but it's just not right. And it was so great because I've taken me so many years to really let this go, to really let it go. And I said, what does it matter? And they said, but it's not true. And other people might think it is true. And I said, yeah, but what does it really matter? And she said, but it's not true. I said, I know. (laughs) I already know that. What does it matter? What does it matter what somebody else thinks? And it was so freeing. I'm 59 years old. It's taken me all this time to honestly, (laughs) with these particular people, get to a point to say, but what doesn't matter? It doesn't. And this is where we're going for me with our work here on the planet we don't have to change outcomes for people we don't have to prove that we're right or we're good or we're doing wonderful work and on top of that so with the situation with your boyfriend for example he's been going through something very deep and very charged for him Mm -hmm. coming to a place of power of being able to let him have that and move out of it sending love 
checking in. Am I, am I sending a beautiful energy of love? Or am I trying to help him or fix him or change things or take a little bit of his pain away? That used to look like we were helping someone, but what it really means is we're just sitting in the mud with them. And they might have to sit in their own mud pile for a little while. And that has to be okay. Mm -hmm. They're allowed to do it at their own time. We can still love them and get in the shower (laughs) and wash it all off (laughs) and do our energy work and love them anyway, but we don't have to sit there with them. It's a big thing. And that is a big difference. Yeah, it is. There is a huge difference in that. Yes, I see it. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's yes. self-responsibility. And this is a very big thing for light workers. this self-responsibility. I am responsible for how I feel, what my thoughts are, and I can't tell you how many times I've lost my voice recently. And with, through sinus, and Lisa knows about this, and what it's all really come down to, for me, and I'm not saying it's the same for everybody else, but I had to ask myself, who am I really angry with? Got it. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> like, oh, that's, that's what's going on here. So I'm using the Ho'oponopono practice. I don't know whether you know it. Do you? No. Google it. It's powerful, powerful stuff. Basically, I hold that person in my mind, right? And this is the same person we're talking about who said some mean things, right? Hold the person in my mm-hmm. mind. And it's simple. I see this person's face and I say their name and I say, I love you. Please forgive me. Oh, I feel really emotional. I'm sorry. And what I'm really doing is I'm letting go. And then I hold myself in my mind and now I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. And I've taken responsibility for my own feelings. And wow, that is a beautiful place to be. Mm. Yes. There's a Lisa? lot of great videos on YouTube about Ho'oponopono too. It's it's the most fantastic tool for forgiveness. You know, I've actually um I've actually heard about it. A friend of mine told me about it uh, a while back and I did um I did actually look it up, but it's been so long ago it didn't resonate with me. You know what I mean? Um, it's just time. Yeah, isn't I it? do know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. I do. <laughs> yeah. See, okay, and that's another thing that my my friends and I talk about is that it's so crazy how we all know that we have these amazing, incredible, valuable tools to use, and we when we get caught up in our own earthly things that are going on, we tend to lose sight of them. We forget until somebody points it out to us. Do you know what I mean? Does that ever happen to you guys? All the time. (laughs) 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 Well, sometimes it's just good to We laugh about it because it's funny, you know, (laughs) because we all know and thank goodness we have each other. You know, it means that we can... Talk to you know I can, I can tell my 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 soul sister like hey this is what's going on and she says why don't you do this and I'm like oh yeah <laughs> I forgot about that you know and I would recommend that to anybody that came to me with any kind of issue you know but when it comes to myself and when I'm in my own situational bubble I just seem to forget about all the tools that. I know that I have that I can use. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'm going to play a fantastic song from Casey Barnes, and then I'd like to get your comments on this, Lisa, so I'll get you to come in after the song. This is such oh, a great song, and I know, Lisa, you love this too. It's called Live as One by Casey Barnes. It's Casey with an E and Barnes with an E, caseybarnes.com.au. What an awesome guy Casey is. His music is fabulous. Enjoy this, everyone. And you know what? Have a little bit of a chair dance as well. It'll be good for you. (laughs) Angry words and a 
CaseyBarnes.com.au. You can buy his music on iTunes. And wow, love that, Lisa. Yes, wonderful, wonderful song. <laughs> Did you have a chair dance? Uh, well, sort of. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> I had a really good one. I had a really good chair dance because I put myself on mute. <laughs> oh, I had a really, I had I a really good little jig around it. <laughs> How about you, Melissa? Did you have a chair dance? <laughs> <laughs> it's really good for us, doesn't it? Make us see that's lifting our energy field up straight away. Bam! You know, put a song on, dance around the room. No one can see you. Hey, have a great time. And it changes our vibrational frequency. You know, and this is yeah. a powerful thing to do. Plus, we have a little bit of fun. And I want to say thank you to Casey for his written permission to play his music on Angel Heart Radio. That is awesome. So, um, Lisa, did you want to comment to uh, what Le- what Melissa was speaking about before we went to the song? Um, <clears throat> you've forgotten, the, haven't you? The, <laughs> yeah, well, the, I was scared, actually. I forgot. I know, sometimes the music just washes out of my head. I think, what have we been talking about? <laughs> okay. um, what was, uh, what was the, the question, the, the, the topic? Comment. Remember the comments? Do you remember the what comments. you said, Melissa? Yeah, the comments. Yeah. Uh, well, it was, it was a... No, it, I mean, it was about... Um, I, well, 
the last thing I think I'd mentioned was that, um, you know, I'm I'm so very empathetic of people, and I find at times I sort of expect other people to have, mm. you know, empathy yeah, as so well. I'll jump in here because what we were talking about as well was have we ever noticed how, you know, like you saw the Hoponopono, but it didn't really click with you. But now we've mentioned mm-hmm. it again. Well, that, 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 that's that flow of divine timing. It's when we put ourselves in the way of things coming to us in the time that we need it. And Tracy S., I didn't mess, mess, mess I'll say that again. Oh, here we go. And Tracy S., I wanted to mention <laughs> that we've seen you in the chat room as well and how welcome you are and how lovely it is to have you with us. It's been putting ourselves in the way for the universe to deliberately go out of its way to help us. You called in, ah, this is the topic. Oh, I have been going through something. Pono is helping me. I share it with you. That's the paying forward that Lisa was speaking about I earlier. I that's also the power of a spiritual community, spiritual friends and a network. It's like we're there to support each other, however that may look. And it might just mean having a chat. And like you say, your friend said, well, have you tried this? You know, you know this technique. Why, right. haven't, why haven't you tried that? And it's just like, oh, that's right. I know how to do that. I'll try that. And it may not mm-hmm. resonate with you when you initially encounter it. It may resonate you with you in two months, two years, two weeks. And then you use it for a while and then you put it back in your spiritual backpack until the next time you need it. Mm-hmm. I, I had a bit of a habit when um, at certain points of my journey of I'd learn a technique and then I think I have to use this technique all the time and be utterly committed and dedicated to it. Now I use a technique for as long as I need it, then it goes back in the spiritual backpack and I'll call on it again when the time is right, divine timing like Anaya said. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And that's the way to move around and through and under and over because it means that our energy our energy is flowing. You know, we're not becoming stagnant in stage it's, and, and, um, and in, in any stage of our progress. It's important just to do these little simple things. Make sure our thoughts are aligned with love, but first make sure they're aligned with love for us. Because if we're out there trying to help everybody else at the, at the sacrifice of ourselves, nobody benefits, as we spoke about before. Um, well, you know, identify... I have a question. You know... Yep. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Okay. So, you know, I mentioned um, this thing with my love. Um, you know, he, is, he has been going through a lot, a lot of emotional stuff. Okay, um, we lost one of our childhood friends back in February, and that was um, one of the worst experiences of his life, and he's had a really hard time bouncing back from that. And then his mom just left a few weeks ago, and that's been another, you know, blow to him when he was finally, like, coming back up. And then, you know, his mom suddenly left without expectation and um so when you when when we're talking about giving your power away you know to me there's you know I don't know there there's some sort of fine line here that I kind of find myself confused about because Mm. you know for me you know I'm in a place where you know I obviously I not everything is going fabulous and you know fabulously in my world you know obviously everything could be better but it's not as bad as losing my mom you know unexpectedly and things of that nature yeah. so you know when you know when I am giving myself to him you know in his time of need and you know perhaps I might be um, I might be accepting things that normally I wouldn't accept because I know that this isn't who that he is mm. you know he may be saying yeah, things that's a really or, good point it's a very good point Lisa I'd like to come to you, you know? as well 
Yeah, and I want to say to everyone, we've only got four minutes of the show left. We will continue. If if we haven't fully answered your question, we'll continue. So if you missed the last little bit, come on back and listen to it on the replay. Um, Look, this is really important, but there is something really important and powerful to say about this, I feel, as well, and that is we still have to have our boundaries, even when someone's in grief. We're still going mm-hmm. to have to have our boundaries because what's going to happen is if we don't or if you don't in this case, you're going to then start to build up some resentment and you're not going to want to because it's going through a lot. So then you're going to resent yourself and feel bad because, hey, I should be more understanding and the vicious cycle begins. So mm-hmm. it's not about coming to him and saying, all right, you know, like this is not on. I know that you're going through something, but snap out. It's not about that. It's about gently and carefully having your boundaries in place. So let's say he snaps at you and he yells at you as an example because he's just full up of grief and he can't figure out how to talk Mm -hmm. to you in another way. Then your boundaries may include something like um, coming back when the heat of the moment has passed and saying, you know, I really want you to know that it's not okay for you to yell at me. I know you're going through a lot. You might need to help him by saying no. <laughs> you know, I, I don't like it when you right. yell at me like that. You may need to right. reach out and get some professional assistance, for example. Never underestimate the power of the professional health care assistance with regards to maybe you need a counsellor to talk, help talk through with it. So you can get rid of some of that feeling. Lisa, what have you got coming through? Um, Well, it's sort of like very much, yeah, I think that's wonderfully said. It's about setting a boundary lovingly um, because otherwise it starts to chip away at your sense of your integrity and your self-worth. It's like um, Mm -hmm. it starts to nibble away and affect you and you're trying to help this person by being supportive and it's actually hurting you. You have to love yes, yourself first exactly and to set a firm boundary and to mm-hmm. set a firm boundary but in a loving way and like an ASC is coming back when the heat has gone out of the moment and saying, hey, you know, I don't like it when you talk to me that way. I know you're going through a lot, like, you know, like an ASC, but please don't shout at me. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes okay. men will not reach out for help. You know, mm. it depends oh, on how the person's been nice. brought up. We know that, don't we? They're brought, you've got to be strong, you know, yeah. don't be a girl, don't show mm-hmm. your fear, and all of this. So they're carrying yeah. a lot of that stuff as well. So then what do they do right. when they're in that situation? We've got 90 seconds, everyone. Come back and listen to the end of the show. Um, we love being here with you. And uh, Archangel, the Archangel series is on this time next week, 10 a.m. our time. Go to angelheartradio.com and you'll find the link there. Um, it's Archangel Raphael this time, which is a perfect in. Archangel Raphael, begin to work with Raphael as well and find out how he can assist you in this healing process because as much as you're, as he's going through something, by you setting your boundaries, you're actually going through a healing process yourself. Mm-hmm. You're learning a different way to live in the world with this man and with grief. This is a big thing, mm-hmm. again. Don't go through it on your own. Find a way. And it's also, Lisa, I don't know how you feel about this, but sometimes it's actually not helpful to be talking about it with your friends all the time. Oh, he's doing this and it's really hard and I don't know what to do. Because that's a bit of a a minefield. We then become quite confused. Sometimes we need that Mm. professional assistance from a third-party person. Absolutely. Absolutely. Go, I had a bereavement of a of a romantic partner in my life and I did go get professional grief counselling afterwards because I just couldn't cope and it was absolutely the most wonderful thing. It was exactly what I needed rather than talking to people who cared but they couldn't help me because, well, they didn't have that pro- professional, impartial, objective um guidance that they could give me to help me through this exactly like you said this minefield of grief 
So mm-hmm. a professional grief counsellor is is absolutely something I would recommend to anyone going through this. Yeah. And they're going to right. understand what stage of grief he's in and you're in as well, right? So when 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 they understand the stage that you're in and where in that stage you are, then they will be able to help you by guiding you um, in the most appropriate way. And sometimes when our friends, are, they're thinking they're helping us, but what they're really doing is they're bringing their own stuff to the table as well. We can't help that. It's not right. a bad thing. It's just something we do as people. It doesn't always mean that we're getting assistance. So, yes, don't isolate yourself. Make sure you've got, you know, the people you trust around you that you can talk to. But don't necessarily rehash and rehash. That's giving our power away in a different way. Giving our power away has many different faces. It might be different to me. Like for me, it's it's quite a mental thing where I think about that person and I'm, I'm cranky or whatever. The Hoponopono is very good for me because I'm willing. I'm willing to let it go. For some people, it's it's talking about it. Uh, we can get very bogged down in that. We can be giving our power away to our grief. Sometimes the person we really need to be talking to, apart from the angels, always talk to the angels, is, as we've been saying, a professional grief counsellor. Mm-hmm. So you calling in to, today or tonight for you <clears throat> has been so brilliant, Melissa, because we've highlighted so many different aspects and we've also highlighted the fact that giving our power away doesn't have one face. It has many facets in that face, Lisa, doesn't it? Mm. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Yes. So good high five, Melissa. Yeah. That's brilliant. I hope we've been thank able to assist you. Thank you both really so much. Thank you. I mean, thank you so much. That's a I'm great so pleasure. And check in with the Archangel uh, Raphael episode. Now, on my website, angellight777.com, once you hover over the Angel Heart Radio tab, the Archangel series pops up. If you click on that, all the episodes that we've done on the Archangel series is available for you. It's like a workshop, an hours-long workshop on each particular Archangel, and they're absolutely brilliant. They're all available, they're all free, and you can gain instant access just by logging on there. Uh, Lisa, is there oh, anything okay. that you would like to uh, to say or to mention about your website? Because I don't think we've even mentioned your website, have we? <laughs> well, if anyone does want I'm to sorry. visit my website and see what I do, um, you can go to com. Perfect. So Lisa and I are on, because I'm taking it you're in the USA, Melissa, yeah, Friday evening for you, we're on. Saturday morning in uh, Brisbane, Australia. Saturday afternoon in uh, New Zealand. It's um, Saturday as well in the UK. We're heard all over the world. So angelheartradio.com, when you click on any show that you're interested in that's coming up, it will open in your time zone. So you'll be able to see when you can come listen live and call in like Melissa's done today or tonight. Melissa, it's been such a joy and such a privilege and so much fun chatting with you on the show today. Yes, it has. Thank you so much. I appreciate you both so much. It's a great, Thank you. great pleasure. And we're on Facebook as well. You can connect with us there, Angel Heart Radio on Facebook as well. Thank you, Melissa. Awesome. Thank, Thank you. you. Good night. Good night. Good night. Okay, well, we only touched on a little bit seemingly on the surface about how we give our power away but I think there was a lot really going on there Lisa I'm really happy with what we've been able to share via Melissa I today think it and was with all relevant to I think it was all relevant to the topic of giving your power away like you say mm. it has many faces and we touched on quite a few in our in our call with Melissa which is brilliant now, I'm excited mm. that we've got Archangel Raphael episode of the Archangel series next week because we've had quite a break because of technical difficulties and timing difficulties, but we're back on track. So every second Saturday is the Archangel series in Australia time, which is, you know, we know that's 
Friday in the USA and the other Saturday or Friday is the Angel Life Hour, which we've been presenting today. So that is brilliant. Thanks, Lisa. I have loved being back on, on air with you and look forward to next week as well. Indeed. I'll see, see you all next week. Thanks, Lisa. Thanks, everyone, for tuning Thanks in. Thanks a lot. It's great. Yeah, it's great to have their company. We love it. So do tune in anytime and you can always contact us on Facebook, particularly if you have a a topic for a show that you really want us to see us cover. Don't hesitate to get in touch with us. And remember, a little bit of kindness goes a long, long way and start that kindness with you. You've been listening to another fabulous program on Angel Heart Radio. Our goal is to remind you of how much you matter in the world and to let you know that we appreciate who you are in the world. You can check out who's on, when we're on and who our guests are at angelheartradio.com. Everything is there. It's all just one click away. Angel Heart Radio programs are powerful tools to help you in your life and your life experience. They are not intended, nor should they, be used to replace your medical or legal advice. The views, the views expressed by hosts, co-hosts, callers, guests and associates should not be construed as advice from Angel Heart Radio.